Welcome to Chicken Dinner, folks, with Sluffy and Wolf. We're here to talk about Player Knowns Battlegrounds and the journey we take after the jump. I'm Wolf. And I'm Sluffy. And we've got a pretty fun episode for you guys this week. Uh, Player Unknowns just dropped, or is dropping, has put out the test server, the monthly update for June. So it's a big patch with lots of juicy details to be revealed and to be tested over the uh, coming month. And uh, just lots to talk about there. And that's probably going to be the whole episode. So let's get right into it. Yeah, sorry, it's been a while, guys. We've uh, been busy with some esports and everything, but we'll get back to our regular schedule once a week for you guys, for all of you listeners out there. Now, what do we yeah. got here, Slough? The, uh, the just to actually touch on the the esports thing real quick, though. Uh, you've been playing uh, a little bit more than I have. I've had to work during some of the tournaments, but how how's it been? How's the meta been changing? Uh, there were some kills matter tournaments that happened. Uh, what are your thoughts on all that real quick? Yeah, so, we, I mean, we saw a few different things kind of go on. Um, one of the bigger ones was there was a couple um, Kills Matter tournaments, and it slightly changed the dynamic of it because when you're getting kills, it, it gives you more points than just getting a win. Um, but it really wasn't enough points. I felt that going for a fight you didn't really need to take was justified. You're only getting, in one of them, 0.33 points, or the other one was 0.25 points. So it did value getting those kills, but it really wasn't necessary or enough incentive, I felt, to change the dynamic of the gameplay in competitive market. Um, but it was still something that was different than what we were used to. And you you did see teams maybe taking a fight that they didn't fully need to, um, just to kind of test this theory out. And um, it was a little bit change of pace, but basically the same kind of what we're used to. And then... Um, we've been doing our PUBG Online weekly qualifiers, and we got invited to the first tournament on June 1st, which is going to be awesome. Um, <coughs> we have a nice $1,000 um, non-cash prize, which will be pretty cool to see who that goes to. There's some teams that have been doing pretty well um, leading the leaderboards as far as the qualifiers go. Um, but in the actual tournament, it's anybody's game. And I don't know if they've released exact out or a platform for it or kind of how it's going to go, if it's going to be like a five-game tournament or a three-game um, but it'll be curious to see how that goes. And then I also, in the esports world, got to cast my first game, which is pretty pretty interesting. Um, we had some hiccups with our scoreboard system that we had going on um, for after after the game, tallying up points, which took a delay. But other than that, it was pretty good. Nice. What do you think of the uh, the camera work? Are you getting used to it now that you're able to host customs and stuff? Like, was it easy for you to commentate on most of the fights during the tournament and, and show good visuals? Like, how did you like the observer mode? Yeah, I mean, it, it takes some getting used to. I like the observer mode, but the problem is when you're trying to zoom in to, say, like catch somebody's first-person shot um, to see how they're aiming and things like that, it is a little bit bugged, and if you're jumping across the map, You'll get the Play-Doh effect or where buildings aren't loaded in yet, and then it kind of loads in and it takes a second. Um, so there's a little bit issue with that. I like to kind of stay a little bit more third person, uh, almost like having an RTS camera and watch the fight go. And use, that way you can see movements of players, watch that flank going on versus if you're locked on one target, you're only going to catch his point of view. You're not going to catch what his teammate is doing where his teammate just flanked and killed the rest of the guy's team. Um and switching to them can be difficult. So catching that third-person kind of view and an aerial view or um, a little bit closer is, is my personal favorite on how to do it right now. 
when they give the ability to get first person without having so much lag, I think it'll be a little bit better. Nice. Yeah, it's been uh, definitely cool to see all the different casters uh, and their style of like how they watch the game. I definitely think we're going to see that evolve too as, as they eventually get to work on spectator mode and improve those features. But let's uh, go ahead and jump into the patch. Uh, with every monthly update, they did issue a little statement about what they've been doing and some of the good news in that statement uh, that I picked up on was just that they've already banned 25,000 users for cheating in the last three months, which for early access game, um, they're already trying to to stop cheating, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to have cheating, um, unfortunately, and that they are trying to do as the best they can. They have a, a report player system. Um, I don't know as far as what makes them determine it, um, if they are somehow tracking these players. I'm curious, curious to see how kind of how that works in the back end, but I also understand them not revealing it, giving people kind of ways to get around it even more. But definitely good that they're on top of it and getting rid of those players. And they also announced that uh, they're dropping a loot balance this month. They kind of said that they've been, you know, studying a bunch of the analytics and the data. Uh, they found some bugs with the way certain things are dropping, like level one helmets and level one vests. So it's pretty cool that now we're going to see some different loot scenarios and they're going to keep watching that and continue to tweak and improve it. So I think we'll see some really optimized uh, looting uh, loot tables in the future. Yeah, um, I mean, a few of the things uh, we'll talk about a little bit more in depth, but adjusting loot tables I think could be good. Uh, it's never really bad to, to tweak and kind of improve the performance of the game and, and things where you see might be wrong. So I'm curious to see where it goes and, and what other loot table adjustments they're going to make. But again, we'll kind of cover that a little bit more descriptive of what they're changing minutes here yeah and uh, that kind of wrapped it up for their uh, statement of the month but it was pretty cool just to see that they've been dropping little improvements week by week for the server quality and I don't know if anyone else has noticed it but I've been getting a lot less lag and less stutter and the game's starting to feel really smooth so it's been really nice yeah it's been great but on to the juicy stuff. Um, we did get some new items this week. Uh, two new guns. One gun. Um, we've been running the test server trying to find one, but we have not found it yet. The Groza. Actually, it's I a... did find one. Oh, you did find one? I oh, did I find one. I didn't even know that. Tell me. Yeah, that. I played played a few games actually before you got on tonight, and... Um, Ran up to a, a body actually. I didn't even. I almost overlooked it. I just saw the seven six two. I had an AK and a card ninety eight. So I was like, oh, ammo. Came across it, picked it up. Uh, one of my teammates actually gave me an AR suppressor. Without the suppressor, it sounds great. And as of right now, the only thing I understand that fits it is an AR suppressor. It's only out of the crates, um, weapon wise. But seven six two chambered. It it's a very powerful gun. Um, Semi automatic is very very fast, and the recoil really wasn't that bad. Um, again, I had a suppressor on it, so that may have changed a little bit of what the normal gun operates like, but um, or the stock gun, rather. And it was solid. I mean, I, th- I think I three-shot somebody that was running um, about 50 meters from me. They're, I mean, they're all body shots, as far as I know. Um, two-tapped a guy, 
headshots and that was laying prone behind a rock and it the the gun just felt great full auto feels great and it's definitely a beast weapon and it, i understand its position in the crate now um versus just seeing hey you're gonna get an ar basically in the crate didn't make much sense but now where the damage output it is and the risk of trying to grab it i think is totally worth it and makes crates a little bit more viable to grab maybe um, in game are you gonna um would you prefer this over getting like a tommy gun in a crate or an M249, say? Definitely would. Um, it, I mean, it's... The 249 is great, depending on the situation. It's great for vehicle takeouts and suppressing the squad. You can do a lot of damage with it, but I, I would still almost rather have an AR, like an AK, instead of the 249. Tommy guns, I'm still, like, 30% I'll pick one up and you actually use it. I like where it's at, and I'm I'm curious to see more of the Grozo. Yeah, we'll need to do a lot of testing of this, so hopefully you and everyone else listening uh, will be at the crate soon, competing to try out this new weapon. Uh, There was another weapon added as well, the P-18C, and it's a 9mm pistol that has a full auto mode. Um, you also uh, were playing around with this in our very last game. so I did. Um, tell us what you think about it. I did get to see that the recoil on it in full auto was amazingly low. It was a very strong weapon. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, it's, uh, it's a good gun. I, I, I haven't shot anybody with it yet, and I know one of our teammates, um, Whatmut, has used it in a couple of games and, and actually, absolutely loves it. The recoil on it, um, I don't know if they fixed the issue. I did throw a red dot on it, extended mag, and suppressor, so it was fully kitted out. But aiming down sights, they had that, that previous issue where you would, um, your first shot would be on target, and then every subsequent shot after that would be above where you're aiming. With this, it was it was. There's no issue with that. I mean, the recoil is is insane. There's none. Pretty much, you can throw a lot of rounds down real quick. I didn't fully compare the recoil like ADS while in full auto mode. I just did soft aiming um, with that, but it still didn't seem like it was really that bad. Good amount of bullet spray again. It's a pistol. It's a very short barrel, so that kind of thing would be expected. So, but still, close range could be great if you you know if you couldn't pick up a close range weapon. You know, you can focus on having a Car 98 and uh, AR for kind of mid-range, and then that could be your close-range weapon. So we'll see. We'll see how the damage output goes and what people are thinking of it and actually using it some in engagements in-game. And this one is uh, found everywhere in the world, but it's a pretty rare drop, so it might take you a couple games before you run into it. But there's two juicy new guns that everyone's going to want to try. Uh, some of the client performance issues I saw that it seemed like they could matter. Looks like they tried to optimize a lot of the visual effects in the game, including the airplane and the red the red zones. But what I love to see is that they said they're going to improve the rendering performance of weapons from far off. Hoping that this means we'll be able to see weapons on rooftops a little bit quicker, um, which we've always kind of you know wanted. Your landing school or apartment rooftop with some other people, and you don't know which side the gun's on. It's Makes it kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, I'm fifty-fifty on that because I do like, you know, the randomness when you're dropping down. Because yes, you both can aim for it, but you also don't know, so it doesn't really give you an advantage until it's almost too late uh, when you're dropping down. And again, fifty-fifty. It's nice where you might be able to see a weapon with other guy doesn't, but it's it's still 
nice where neither of you see a weapon and then you land out more or less lucky. And it sounds like they also fixed the issue of uh, having frame drops when you're near other characters or people because of having to optimize them. So it looks like if you were ever getting a frame drop and you knew it meant their enemies closed, that is no longer going to clue you in. Yeah, I mean, that that was nice and terrible in the same sense. But any improvement to FPS and lag is huge. And again, the main focus of this monthly update was server performance. So having these updates that we're getting where it's increasing that server performance is, is phenomenal. It's something that we all have been asking for and want for when you're getting those desync issues. You know, these, these things are going to help it and improve the state of the game. Yeah, and we'll see how it plays out whenever it's on the main client, but right now on the test server, it's feeling really good. Now, they did say they were improved some of the UI features. I'm not too sure exactly what this meant. Um, I think maybe, like, the mini-map, um, that might have been one of them. When you're dropping in, you can see which par- which direction the people are flying in their parachute. That might have been some of the UI that they're talking about. Not too sure exactly yet, though. Yeah, I really like the just being able to see which way people are facing a little bit easier, uh, especially in vehicles. It helps a bit. Yeah. We've got a lot of uh, gameplay updates that have already been pretty fun to play with. The first notable one is that the Vector and Ump, uh, the two SMGs that are the most popular, now have a burst fire. Now, I know everybody likes to talk about the UMP and Ump, or the, the Vector and UMP. <laughs> um, but I, I did. I still love that Uzi. I don't, at close range, it's so dirty. I got to play with the burst mode a little bit, though. I didn't check on the ump. I did get a couple of kills with it, but I wasn't sure if it was a two-round burst or a three-round burst. I know the uh, the vector. It's known for its two-round burst. So, and I did test that game, and it is actually pretty accurate with that burst. Yeah, and that'll just be you know add some more options for mid-range fighting. I think we'll see how it plays out. Next big gameplay addition they added um, is that you can now pick up items while moving. So they've been working on tab looting versus F looting, and now they have an animation um, where you can continue to move while pressing F, and it just slows you down a little bit, but picks up the item. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've played with this, and you can kind of definitely feel the... Not kind of definitely, but you can feel the difference between normal looting and running and looting, you kind of do like almost like a, a half bend over to pick it up. So having that is is great for when you're running and you're scrambling to get a weapon before an enemy. Yeah, it's uh, definitely think going to be user choice from here on out on what's more efficient. I think some people are still going to tab loot and some people are going to start over to uh, this F looting. So it's nice that they're equalizing the playing field here. Now this is something that I've been uh, waiting for. They're talking about interacting with doors, items, vehicles while reloading. A few instances, so this does cancel your reload, but a few instances I've ran into it where I've been reloading, trying to get into a vehicle, and then I get shot because just spamming F and it's not getting in the, the vehicle because I'm, I'm still reloading. So this will automatically cancel it and allow you to get in. Um, but in a kind of rush situation, it, it's definitely worth it. They also added a uh, desaturated kind of screen where you go from color to colorless. 
when you are in the revived state. So as you're losing health, like hope, hoping a teammate will pick you up, uh, it goes gray. So it's kind of a cool little immersion that they've added. I think I like it a lot. Yeah, I definitely like it. And you know, the next one here talks about blood effect does not appear during the revive state anymore. So these kind of go hand in hand. They they swap one for the other. When you get picked up, it actually kind of gives you a little flash of color, um, close to dying you were. So it's it's a it's a small little thing. And other games have done this where you you gray out as you die. Uh, I like that better than kind of having the blood come in the screen for sure. Next one is huge, and we've actually talked about this on the podcast before, but they adjusted how the kill system works in duos and squads. So now when you knock an opponent out, no matter who kills that person on your team, the person that knocks them out receives the kill. If another team um, shoots that down person, they will steal the kill. This is going to be great for squad and duo gameplay because now people aren't going to be worried about taking each other's kills, and you can focus more tactics and i just really love this change i mean it completely changes the game um we've noticed it tonight when we were playing on the test server i mean you're you're fighting as a squad and you down a guy and it doesn't matter everybody shoots that target you finish off that target as fast as you can and it it eliminates trying to keep your stats going because they're gonna they're gonna go up now because of this and myself i'm usually a, a player that i'll down somebody and i'll move to the next target because that's an immediate threat that guy down on the ground is not an immediate threat my military background has kind of taught me that. So having this, it's it's just my my kills have definitely gone up because I'm not worried about people take them. But overall, it's just it's huge for the game, and I, I think it was the right move, and I'm happy that they made it. I think it's going to take a little while for people to make the full like paradigm shift in their in their head to to start focusing on the tactics. But I think as this sets in, we're going to see gameplay and improve for a lot of uh, pickup squads and maybe when you join with people you don't play with all the time it's it's really nice and then they they also adjusted the f key for when you're going to revive your teammate say you're in an f boy shack and you're trying to 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 pick them up this is automatically going to prioritize the revive over looting the ammo. So that, that is definitely nice. It's something that, or maybe a shirt or something on the ground. Maybe you killed somebody in that shack. It's going to help you out. And I haven't fully tested this yet. I've been fairly close to loot when I've been getting revived or somebody else has, but haven't really ran into an instance where we could test this yet. Yet or not. And they also uh, changed where you can pull out your pistols faster. I haven't tested this yet either. Um, talked about making endgame pistols a lot more viable. They want it to be more of a used thing. And playing pistol-only matches and even just picking up a pistol or a game, I've, you know, I've gotten a lot of kills from it. I was doing a custom game, and it was sniper's pistols, and I got eight kills with a pistol before I even picked up a sniper, so... Definitely changes it, and I, I hope people start using pistols a little bit more. I know I'm going to try to, especially with that G18 coming out. And for those people trying to be ultra-efficient, you know, they did come out with the statistics that running with a pistol is 1.33% faster than unarmed or something like that. So, uh, you know, some people are just going to like that change because they'll get a little bit of a speed boost when uh, switching weapons while running. We've also got some changes to 
how you can adjust your fire mode. So again, with uh, reloading not working with other actions, you can no longer switch the fire mode while you're reloading. So a lot of people that are used to loading the gun as soon as they pick it up and throwing it into auto and then fighting, just be ready to wait to make that action afterwards, or you might be stuck with your gun in single fire and you're not ready for it. They also um, adjusted the play area to spawn more evenly within a circle. So it's not going to appear in the center so frequently, maybe make it a little bit less thick. I'm curious to kind of see how this goes. I haven't fully Ooh. paid attention to it uh, when we were playing the custom games. But this, the circles did seem a little bit, I don't know, they almost more favored us in most of the games, but I'm going to have to watch this one a little bit more. Again, I didn't really pay attention to it when we were playing our custom games. Just playing, we're going for kills and having fun. I think this is uh, the change that might affect esports the most in this patch, because right now the meta that we've seen is people go towards the center of the circle. They try to hold up there. A lot of times the team that guesses... Uh, correctly or closest to the center can at least place high or win because they're just staying in the circle and not moving. If we have a lot more perimeter circles, it's going to change, um, I think maybe to more of a car meta where we're going to see people just more ready to move with a lot of vehicles can no longer camp the center and just be certain that you're going to make the next two circles. I really like this change. Now I had slightly talked about this next one. Um, in just a previous moment here, but they've added where you can add a red dot to pistols other than the revolver. And it, this this may have been the whole reason the pistol, at least the G18, was, was firing better or firing so smooth and, and aimed on sight mode. But having that over the iron sights is going to, I think, definitely change pistols as well. Because, you know, you pick up all those red dots and you see them and you see them and you don't really have anything to attach to. If you got a pistol, throw it on there. Might as well. Um, because you might be able to use it, especially because pistol suppressors are so easily read or easily found. Having that suppressed weapon for you know suppressing a f- oh, enemy or just anything, you know, it can definitely help you out. So I'm curious to see where this goes and maybe changes the the gameplay again of pistols. Yeah, I think uh, it makes them way more viable. It- Actually, early game, if you see someone pick up a shotgun and you get a pistol, you might actually have the advantage if you can keep distance on them. So being able to throw a dot sight on there, it's just one more addition, I think, that they're trying to make pistols a viable weapon. Not just early game, but maybe mid-game, maybe even late game. Yeah. Um, and then they, they changed a few things with the world. I haven't played any of this yet. Um, but I guess they had a clear skies and a, and a sunset mode. I'm curious to see how the sunset mode as far as being yeah. dark and, and um, maybe the lighting, how it affects differently. For those well, I've got to play both of these modes. So oh, right. Well, it, well, let me know what you thought because I'm only speculating here. I want to hear raw yeah, answers. I want cool. to hear the things. The uh, sunshine mode's great. It's just really sunny. There's a lot more shadows. There's no clouds in the sky. Everything's really bright. Um, if you have reshade, like I know a lot of people do, it looks awesome. But the sunset mode is probably the coolest weather effect that we've gotten so far. The sun is setting in the west, uh, so it is, I guess, on Earth. And uh, it gives a really cool kind of silhouette look if you're looking towards the west from the east. And when you look back towards 
the east from the west, it almost looks like uh, either a storm is approaching or it's basically just nights coming over, but everything's a little bit darker. Things are a little bit more shadowed. So it actually can affect, you know, which side you're fighting from, like whether you've got the sun in your eyes or behind you um, on how you'll be able to spot things. It's a really cool, I think, kind of a test for them to see how these different map or not maps but how these different weathers kind of can affect the same map and i think we'll see a lot more stuff come after this because these are really all awesome. very nice very nice now uh for all of you f-boy shacks or f-boy shack lovers and you'd love to hide them i do and especially in com- competitive modes hiding into a f- getting one into a field can completely change your placement in a game now they're destructible now certain ones are destructible some of them are going to be brick um, built, but you see the ones out there and they're going to be all just boards and they can be run over, they can be shot through. Definitely going to change the game. What do you think about this stuff? I think uh, it's going to make for a lot of really good videos on the next uh, Dear Someone highlights. Hopefully we're going to see this uh, work out for crazy scenarios. I can even see where uh, people are hiding on one side of the shack and the car goes through the other, you know, doesn't take out the full shack and then they're just standing there in the middle of the field with no cover anymore. I mean, another good strategy you could even use if you're in it, you see people running, just shoot through the wall, just un- start unloading. Ooh. You know, they're not going to be expecting that. You know, they might be leery that you're in it, but I don't think anybody's going to expect people to just shoot through the wall out of it. Get out of it. Because you can see out of it. So... I think that's something that, once it's caught on, might might hesitate people to go near destructible ones even a little bit more. You know, yep, so if I you've think... got a 249 and a vehicle's driving straight for you, that's yours, if you ask me. That's your kill. Um, just get ready to run in case that vehicle keeps moving. But it'll change some things. You know, We'll see. I'm hoping that they're using this, too, as a test uh, for more bullet penetration in other places in the game. So if this works out well and they like how it kind of plays in the map, we'll start to see penetrable walls and houses or just, you know, different things because they've got to be testing it for the future. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then a couple other things that kind of changed. Um, They added a new animation for when a character is at speed for taking fall damage. This is kind of nice when you're, you know, you're jumping off a building and you don't really know. You're going to kind of know when you're at that that peak point, so gauging your jumps is going to be a little bit easier for when you're going to take damage. This may also change where if you've, you know, you jump off a two-story building and you take a little bit of damage, and then you jump off a three-foot rock and you just get destroyed by damage. I think this might change the uh, the dynamic of that, and you might not take so much damage from jumping off a rock when you're trying to go down a hill or something like that. Again, got to test it, got to see it in, in-game. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, hopefully it's just adding a little bit of immersion. You know, it looks like you're actually falling when you're falling instead of just, like, always, like, Superman jumping off of whatever building. Yeah, land on your feet and just keep going. Uh, the next uh, update we actually saw tonight, and it's going to change how people just look at vehicles on the road, but they now face random directions when they spawn. So vehicles no longer all face east. So... If you're hiding a vehicle on the road, you don't have to park it perfectly east anymore. If you're approaching a vehicle on the road, you can't decide whether it's been used or not by the direction it's facing. Now, this is a pretty cool update. Yeah, I mean, this this whole update, I think, 
it's probably almost one of my favorites other than when they added the vector. That was great. They killed it. But when they added it, it was really nice. Um, they've, they've changed a few different things. Again, we talked about the loop balance that they've had or adjusted the VSS no longer available in care packages. And then a low probability in those crates, you're going to be able to find AR silencers, SR silencer or sniper rifle suppressors and four times scopes and care packages now. So if you didn't get one and you're risking going for that crate, you might get treated with something else. Um, maybe get a, a car 98 with a sniper rifle suppressor. It could be pretty nice. Um, maybe your team was missing one during the game. So I actually think putting suppressors in crates is going to make them more sought after from here on out because the suppressors are so strong in this game. So we'll, we'll see, but I'm, I'm expecting lots and lots of uh, action at crates in the next couple. Now, one other thing changing a huge dynamic, especially for competitive gameplay, there increased the spawn rate of items in regions and buildings with relatively low spawn rates. So those buildings, you know, you, you drop in the middle of nowhere and you're looking just to get the scraps. Um, you know, you probably didn't get much, but you got enough to maybe stay alive. Now you might be seeing more loot and, and being able to kit out, you know, your, your squad in a, a lower, less looted area changing the, the dynamic of going to a high-priority zone versus not. So I'm, I'm curious to see how this goes. Again, I haven't really noticed it. We played the test server, and all we did was drop major cities to, to get in some fights, you know, feel the servers, the, the the lag issues, like that. I didn't run any on the test server. Again, the test server is like driving a Cadillac. It just feels great every time. If there's any eSports implications with this, um, I think, I like it for the fact that it spreads more people out at the beginning because there's more viable places to go. So then it uh, creates just more movement as the circles come in. More movement means more action. So I think this could help alleviate some of the camping meta as well. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. Um, Another thing is they're going to be removing the death marks of teammates after a certain point of time or period of time or distance away from the place of death. So if you've ever been in that situation where your teammate dies and you got a guy pushing you from that area, I don't think it's going to go away as soon as we would like to, but it's still going to be going away at some point. So it's not going to, you know, 10 minutes later when you're nowhere near the city, you go to aim at somebody and he's right on your, your dead buddy's X, you're not going to see it anymore. So that'll be nice. And the player knows continues to add languages to the game. Uh, just kind of showing that they are uh, progressing, moving into more markets and growing their player base. I do know that they have passed the 4 million uh, copies of the game sold mark, so congratulations to them. It's really awesome to see how big this game has blown up just in the first couple of months that it's been out. Yeah. Definitely awesome to see, again, all the improvements that they made. We can't say it enough. It's been great to see the, the progression of this game and, and where it's going and, and, you know, just playing it. I mean, from week to week to month to month, the, the progression we made has been phenomenal. I know it's still not perfect. It's still in early access, but we're seeing progress being made, and that's a lot more said than what you can see for some other games. This This one kind of slipped. I guess I don't know how they... They missed it and let this happen, but apparently you were able to remove the outer walls of buildings by deleting certain certain files of your game. So they were accessible to edit, and you could just delete walls so you could shoot through buildings constantly. Um, 
without installing software or doing anything crazy. It was just something anybody could do right off the start. So removing that was a, is a definite thing that, that needed to be done. And I didn't even know this issue. I, again, it happens randomly in game, but people could do it 100% of the time. Yeah, some of the other bug fixes, oh, the one that was biggest to me is they fixed an issue where the voice chat uh, volume does not blast uh, right when you get onto the airplane. So if you're ever enjoying uh, all chatting in the lobby and then going to the airplane and went deaf, uh, that shouldn't happen anymore. So thanks for that. And for all my friends that love to or hate to long jump because they get pushed off the center of their screen and they get that camera camera glitch, they have apparently fixed it, which is awesome. I've never had it, so I can't really say this is an issue for me. Countless times again, people are like, man, I don't want a long jump. I'm going to get that bug, and they get the bug every time. So, hooray, they fixed it. Now you can long jump again. Could change the dynamic again a little bit more because now people are going to be less afraid to get a glitch. Or do the, uh, the sneaky bug, and maybe the last thing that I'll touch on... Um, but I think there could be some implications here is uh, they said that if you reload into the game on a parachute, you will still be in the parachute. The only time right now you can reload into a game is if you're in a custom, you can reconnect. A lot of people want this reconnect feature for uh, the main mode because it's really a bummer when you crash or you lose internet for a minute. You just can't get back into the game. It looks like they're working on how the reconnect feature it functions inside customs, so maybe we're going to see it ported over into regular games eventually. But just that they, you know, talked about a bug fix lets me know that they're they're working on it. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed. But maybe eventually we'll be able to reload into regular uh, ladder games. Yeah, I mean, at least one thing that kind of frustrates me is like I crashed uh, last night. You know, we were on a win streak, and I crashed. Right at the beginning of a game and not necessarily even being able to reconnect. I would love to be able to reconnect, at least spectate my team or something. But the penalization that you get for disconnecting in a game because of a game crash, it hurts you. They need to keep it where you would stay with that squad and get whatever points would be associated with your squad. Um, I don't, I don't know what points I would have, would have gotten from it, but you know, they, they placed high and they placed, they placed well. They were, they played well. Me getting disconnected because of something out of my control shouldn't penalize me at all for that. So I, I would like to see that implemented even faster than a reconnect. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of patch notes and it's a pretty awesome patch just with a couple games I got to play. So everybody should get out there and dig into it as soon as possible. Definitely. And I just want to quick give one shout out um, as we're, we're moving on from the patch notes, but shout out to uh, the main Discord community we're part of, PUBG XP community led by Huffola. And um, we did do an interview with him. We have to re-record it. Unfortunately, we will be having that out shortly. Um, he's been doing great as a new owner of the, the server, the community. A great team that works there and, and they're working hard to get tournaments. I think they're bi-weekly tournaments right now. Um, they're putting up their own money for, for prizes, you know, they're non-cash prizes, but it's been, been awesome to be part of this community and watch it evolve and everybody in it, you know, you just constantly see people in the games that you're playing from the community and it, it kind of gives you a little bit more 
urge to get that win because it's like, ah, they're in this game and I want to maybe fight them at the end or say, hey, I, I saw you die. And, you know, it's just, you can talk trash to each other and have fun with it. Um, it is a battle royale game, so why not have fun with it and, and talk some trash if you can? It's that time of the week, Wolfie. It is that time of the week. What time is it? It's time for loadouts, loot spots, and last circles. Ooh, my favorite. My favorite. So what do you got for me? What's going on with you this week? Tell me about it. Well, I'm kind of torn right now. Um, one, playing the test server, I've been spoiled a little bit. That Groza was great. Um, but since it's not out yet, I can't fully claim it. I, I still have to say the AKM. I, I could use that gun all day long. Close range, far range. It's just my favorite. Um, I don't need to have a secondary. I'll pick up a shotgun, and the only gun I ever use is the, the AKM. Um, I'll maybe pick up like an M16 or a SCAR or an M4 for single fire at, at further range, just because I feel it's a little bit more accurate. But AKM, the only weapon I, I want to have, if I see one, regardless if I have 30 rounds versus 90 for the like an M16, I'm going to pick up the AK. I just, I feel that confident with it, and I'd rather have that. My loot spot, um, it's kind of all over. I haven't really been loving a certain spot. Again, Yasnaya's always been great, but for tournament or like competitive play, we've been dropping Gatka, uh, or been under the playing path quite a bit. So dropping there, if you get there first, it, it can be pretty easy to hold. So I've, I've been liking that. And last circles, um, where do I like it to end? Cities. Uh, Pachinki has been a blast to fight in, the, getting in the fields and in, inside, moving as a team and, and flanking teams and pushing them out of buildings has been a blast to do. Um, it picks up the speed of the game and, you know, comms have to be great on a squad to do. So that's been my, my favorite things. What about you? Oh, man. For me, uh, this week, my loadout... I've been getting kind of attachment crazy. So the M416 has been my go-to AR. I just like finding all the different parts for it. And that thing just feels so kitted when you've got like five attachments on it. You feel like you're unstoppable. And for backup, I've kind of actually been testing out when I can get the two together, the uh, SKS and the 2X scope. And I'm really trying to play this with like the last two to three circles where there's a lot of... uh 150 to 200 meter fighting. It's a pretty fun little combo. Loot spots, uh, I have to say that most, um, of my solo games lately, I've been jumping crater and been having a lot of fun just kind of fighting, uh, last man standing in crater. You know, usually having to get four or five kills to own the whole place and then reap the rewards of everything in there. It doesn't really feel that good in duos or squads, but really like it in solos and last circles i've actually had two games in there recently um this is going to be on the south end of the runway on military aisle um, amongst all the crazy airplanes and then that south fence which is like a half fence with some holes in it and a little berm behind it is a fun spot yeah, I think it's a pretty fun spot to have, like, some firefights. It feels very, like, uh, it feels like you're in a Russian war movie or something. Very nice. Yeah, you don't see too many circles end out there, but when they do, it actually is pretty fun. It's a lot of, a lot of open, openness, not much cover, no really bushes to hide in, so 
fun when you see a gay man out there. Got any suggestions this week? Anything you want to see uh, come to the game soon? Yeah, I mean, we got some uh, some older ones that we hadn't mentioned because we haven't really recorded, but 100% vehicle spawn on the coast. So they removed 100% vehicle spawns. So having these vehicles spawn on the coast with no fuel can definitely change up the game because it's, you know, say you landed on the coast and, you know, there's a guaranteed car there, you can look for a gas can and get it and, and still be in a viable situation for being so far maybe out of the zone or something like that. So I think that could be, you know, a risk to do, but I think it could change a little bit more of the dynamic of, of the game and where people are moving in the meta views. Yeah, I like that idea. That would be a, a little bit of a meta changer, which is always cool in a game. My suggestion that I want to see this week is the ability to zoom in on the mini-map or zoom out on the mini-map. I love that you can zoom in and out when you press M. The fact that your mini-map is at a fixed level uh, sometimes makes it hard to be tactical without having to pull up a full-screen map. So I think that would be a cool Yeah, that change. would be would be something to, that they could implement, and I, I could see it being useful. I know plenty of times I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could just zoom in my map or zoom out of it to get a little bit bigger picture. Maybe the circle's closed in and you want to kind of see how far it is away or or where somebody might be located at. Having that feature would be nice. Another cool thing I saw on Reddit was a mod. Now, I know PlayerUnknown says he wants to have mods available for the game and allow people to mod it. It would be a Wild Wild West mod, so... You know, you get your peacemaker and you get maybe a out of a, a crate that you could get. I don't know how they'd implement the crate, but you could get a maybe a lever action rifle. And just the the, the theory behind it, and then like a motorcycle, you'd have a motor, or a horse. You could get a carriage to hook up to a horse. Um, <laughs> so it's just, it'd be something pretty cool. It would change the dynamic of the game and it would be, I think, a blast to have, you know would be the fastest shooter and, you know, pick up a different pistol or, you know, different ways of, of firing, I think would be awesome. You know, slam that hammer back and fire off six shots really quick, but have lower, lower accuracy. Um, it'd be pretty cool to see as a mod. And then not necessarily a suggestion, but something that the community had made. Um, the, there's a PUBG interactive map. The biggest thing I love about this is you can, Go on there, and if you have it on a second screen, I would like to see it's more on like a tablet maybe or something like that, but if you have a second screen on your computer and you can do it fast enough, you know where a guy is, you know, if you're worrying about zeroing and engaging how far there is, instead of pointing up your map and counting the squares, you just literally click this interact- interactive map, click on your point to where the other point is, and it's going to tell you how far it is. So you can quickly zero out to where they're at. Um, you can also change the loot spots and, and do all sorts of things with the map good for strategizing for teams if you want to have set gameplay. But there's something really cool that I saw come out of the community. So great job, guys. It's been awesome to see what people have been producing. Yeah, I've like uh, been using the planepath.net one a bit. It's basically at the very start, you just mark where the plane starts and ends, and it draws a line across the whole map for you. And then it does like a little animation and shows you how far you can jump without long shooting, how far with long shooting, so it kind of gives you an idea where all the players will be uh, at least landing, like what zones they'll be landing in to start with and what zones were unreachable. It's kind of a cool uh, community thing. I think we're going to see a lot more stuff uh, in the future, so get out there, guys, and mod away. 
Definitely. Now, what else came that we haven't talked about because we haven't recorded in a while? We did get some prizes. What did we get? We got some loot from uh, Twitch Prime. So if anyone's out there, they have an Amazon Prime account and they've linked it with their Twitch. I think you can still claim the reward. I could be wrong on that, but you get a full outfit of uh, Twitch Prime gear that's exclusive. Now, you seem to be all about it. I like the boots and maybe the shirt. I don't I'm care for the pants. Jeans a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I hate those stop wearing them. <laughs> They're so hideous. Uh, it's a salt on the leg, dude. It's the best pants ever. It's literally, no. you get a salt stamp. You gotta go barefoot, hippie jeans. I don't wear the face mask though. It's, it's covering too much of my mug up and I like people to see the smile when I kill them. Okay, you don't get that many kills. I've I've played with you a few times. <laughs> but we'll let you dream here. And you know, as we're kinda of narrowing down or coming down from, from this podcast, I do want to talk about um two things real quick. I do host custom games. Um every every night that I can, I try to at least host a few a week. Tomorrow, which is probably when you guys are gonna be here today, they're releasing zombie mode for custom server access. I will be hosting customs with zombie mode at least once a night for everybody because people have been requesting it. And then I'm going to also be hosting a, eventually going to be hosting a invite only tournament. You can find it in my discord. Um, I'll post information about it as it comes more available, but it's going to be um, certain rules and we're going to do a sniper team combo. So you're going to have one person can carry an AR, one person can carry a sniper and pistol. Well, both can carry pistols, but if your teammate dies, you can pick up that AR or pick up the sniper from them but you can't do that until the other teammate has died. So it'll be a more of a role-playing tournament style, but I think it'd be fun and, and get some duo gameplay in there and a kind of competitive, competitive aspect, which would be pretty cool. So stick around, guys, for that. And then is there anything that you else or you wanted to talk about, Slough, before we sign off of here? No, I think that's just about it for the week. I'm kind of excited to see that Sniper uh, AR game because all the matches we've seen so far, they've just kept the normal rule set for the game. And with custom games, you can make, you know, whatever game you want. So it'll be nice to see uh, what everyone can come up with. But I think a Sniper AR combo is a pretty cool cool one. And I'll be excited to watch that or maybe even play it if I get invited. I think you'll be invited. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on how much you suck up to me. But uh, is there anything you wanted to plug or or talk about other than that? No. I mean, if you guys uh, show up for Wolfie's Customs, you know, sometimes you can kill me too. So I look forward to seeing y'all out there and have a good week. Guys, and you can find me at twitch.tv slash WolfieMK1. I'm also on Twitter, same thing, at WolfieMK1. So reach out if you guys have any suggestions or comments about anything. You guys have a great day. We're going to go get some chicken.